Hello. Great. Hey. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me well? I can. Nice. Great. <laughs> so nice to have you on tonight, Shelby. Yeah, I'm excited so, to be here. I am so stoked. I am like, you, you don't even... Wow. I'm so excited because this, at the end of the day, is all about the paranormal. And it yeah. doesn't get more paranormal than ghost stories, the demonic, Ouija <laughs> boards, all that. Yeah. It seems like you have had a quite interesting journey. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got on this uh, paranormal path? Sure. Yeah, of course. Um, so my name is Shelby and I am 29 years old. And, you know... Ever since I was a little girl, I feel like it's actually the same with a lot of different people that I've talked to, but I've always felt like I was being watched. Um, you know, I couldn't really sleep at night. I mean, there were times where, like, I would sleep in my parents' room for, like, six months at a time. I just always felt watched, and I think really what that stems from is I grew up in a very Christian home. Um and so I was really programmed into being a Christian, right? And so everything that felt creepy or, like, felt different from, like, God was, was like, supposed to be fear, you know? It was, like, it wasn't supposed right. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just always felt like I had, like, that sense of fear of being watched. And as I've gotten older and I've done, you know, psychedelics and stuff, I realized that like that isn't a bad thing, uh, you know, whether it's my guides or whatever. But so, you know, I, I grew up and like all through high school, um, since I was raised Christian, I was like, I was, you know, I was really sheltered and I didn't really like do drugs or I didn't drink or, you know, even like just talking to boys. Like I always felt like, I was doing something bad. Um, right. Yeah. So, and yeah, I, to this day, I know that that's all like fear-based programming and everything. But once I went away to college, um, I still was like trying to be a good girl, whatever. And I was, I remember I was with um, about 15 other girls and they had a Ouija board and I did not want to do it because I, you know, being a Christian, like I knew that that was wrong, whatever. Um, so they were all like sitting around doing it and, you know, there would be like four girls doing it at a time and nothing would really happen. It was like kind of a joke. Um, we were in there for like a couple hours, I remember. And like the girls would like take turns and nothing was really happening. And for some reason, I just felt like if I were to put my hand on it, I knew that something would happen. And so after a couple hours of them all trying, I was just like, fine, let me try. I was like, I, I'm, I'm going to try. So I go down on the floor and I remember like instantly the planchette, I think that's what it's called, started moving and like one of the other girls was talking and, you know, I could feel that it was moving, but it wasn't really doing much. And so I was just like, here, let me try. So I asked a wow. question. I said, um, I said, who is this? And it instantly starts to spell out G-O-D. And I was like, God, I was like, what does God have anything to do with this? And it quickly spells out E-V-E-R-Y-T-H-I-N-G. It spells out the word everything. And I was like, everything? I was like, what do you mean? What, is this, what does this have to do with anything? And it just went instantly to goodbye. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I was just like, 
I was just like taken aback. I was like, what do you like God? Like, what does God have anything to do with this? But clearly God wanted me to know that it had to do with everything because from that point on, um, I, you know, I had been a Christian, but from that day on of doing the Ouija board, I like got super into Ouija boards. I was doing them all the time. I started getting into drugs. I started getting into a lot of, I basically with that experience, I like opened the door to the other side of just, you know, like I opened like some sort of like evil door, I guess you could say, um, so I was doing Ouija boards and like I was contacting different spirits. Like I had, I had a really bad time. Actually, I ended up dropping out of college um, due to like drugs and I, yeah, it just, it turned out, <laughs> it was, like I said, I think it kind of like just, it opened up that door. But the thing about that is like, I, I had to go through all of that in order to like find a light again. Um, Cause like, you know, through my drug addiction and ended up like going to rehab like that's where I met my husband and just my whole life has stemmed from that experience so yeah so that's kind of the start of my story wow that is incredible that's an extraordinary story in itself so you're basically saying that it was the Ouija board that was the gateway to these drugs? I think so. I really do because my whole life my whole life up until that point I thought you know I thought everything was pure everything was holy like I just I thought you know if I was a good person that everything would be okay but it was like something about that it just like it, it somehow was like a gateway into the next part of my life to show me that um not everything is pure not everything is holy and sometimes you actually have to go through darker times to be able to like be a full like a well-rounded person and I guess you know that might not be the truth but like that's just my experience um and yeah I think that too like I have a relationship with the different spirits in my life whether that's like my guides or you know just there's a lot of evil shit that follows me um and I can I can like tell myself it's not there but if I open my eyes enough to it like I can physically like see it um you know it it keeps me up a lot of times but it's it's really like my own um like level of like wanting to see those things because it can be scary sometimes (laughs) Wow. So this is all because of this Ouija board. I think so. Very, very interesting. Now, do you believe that the Ouija board is some sort of portal when maybe you tapped into like this Pandora's box or were there ghosts? I think that'd be a good way of putting it. Yeah. Ouija board experience. I think, yeah, I think it, I think it actually is a portal. Um, I think there's a lot of different things that are portals, like like doing psychedelics I don't know how often you do psychedelics but my husband and I spent a couple months last year doing heroic doses like a couple days in between each other and we are wow I actually have not oops sorry to interject. no it's okay I just said I I have not actually done a heroic <laughs> dose myself but uh I have I have done DMT but actually in retrospect one of my first 
uh, horror stories was actually in boarding school and we didn't know. And there was a gentleman who his dad was a diplomat and he got some very good LSD and other things from overseas at that time in the late 90s, early 2000s. And we just kept taking them, and maybe we took like seven or wow. eight. Wow, that's a lot. And uh, yeah, that that. But uh, as far as mushrooms, I've never done a heroic. Yeah, thing. mushrooms get pretty crazy. I actually have kind of a a couple alien stories if you want to hear those. I definitely do, but 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 take us back a little bit to how you were saying that there's ghosts involved with the Ouija board. And, and then, of course, we'd okay, love to yeah. hear alien stories. Yeah, so and one, one story that I have uh, in particular that I'll never forget about Ouija boards is, so like I was saying, I did Ouija boards so much that I ended up having to go to therapy over it. Um, there was one time, though, there was one time where I had this coworker and she she was told by somebody a long time ago that they could see like a spirit like that was with her that there was like a man that followed her around and so you know when I met her and I told her that I did Ouija boards like for recreational purposes she was like she told me that story that this person had said that there was a a spirit so I was like well boom let's let's do Ouija board like let's figure out who that is and like why they're following you so a couple of times, like it didn't work the first couple of times because, you know, you have to really be like you have to be with people who are like really taking it serious. Right. So it took her a few times to kind of get into it. But one of the times we did it, we were doing it till like two o'clock in the morning and we finally like were in contact supposedly with the spirit who was following her. And um, it was a man and he told us that he was 37 years old. And I can't really remember, this is like years ago, I can't really remember exactly what he told us, but a couple weeks later, Jessica, my friend, she was like so worked up about it that she ended up telling her mom like what had happened. And her mom told her that she had an uncle who was an alcoholic and my friend Jessica was also an alcoholic. So she said that um, she had an uncle who was an alcoholic who died when he was 37 years old. Wow. Wow. So that was kind of interesting. Um, I've had spirits like with a Ouija board. I've had them like lift pens up um, off off tables. There was one. Oh, so poltergeist experience. Is that what that's called? (sighs) Yeah, those those are are generally known as poltergeist or. uh... Yeah you know um telekinesis Mm -hmm. yeah there was also a time where we were doing a ouija board and all of a sudden we heard um like we heard a car alarm going off and then like five minutes later we heard like multiple car alarms going off and then like later like even more and whoever the spirit we were talking to on the ouija board we asked if they were doing it and they like said no and we were like are you doing this? And it went to yes. And then all of a sudden, all the car alarms just went off <clears throat> at the same time. So that was, that was pretty trippy. So you think you, you encounter a lot of kind of these trickster oh, yeah. entities mm-hmm. when it comes to Yeah, trick, it's tricks. Like to have fun yeah, it's most games. of the time it is tricksters for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And then, so that, that segued into, uh, aliens mm-hmm. or entities or unidentified yeah planets. yeah so 
um, like I said, <clears throat> I stopped doing Ouija boards a long time ago. That was probably like 10 years ago, just because it really freaked me out. I mean, like growing up, I couldn't even watch like scary movies just because I feel like I feel like all of those types of things really are like portals into those different worlds. And like those aren't really places I like to be. I know that they're there, but I just don't really like to be there. Um, yeah, so with psychedelics, um, when I first started doing psychedelics, I I could contact. <laughs> I felt like I could contact different um, different aliens through like the radio. Um, so Old yeah, radio? so like, like if I was listening, if I was wow. listening to like my own music on like a radio, like. I, I used to trip a lot in my truck with my friends because we had nowhere to go. But if we were listening, I hear that. yeah. So like we'd be if we were tripping, like the radio, it would just uh, it would just turn to like an AM radio. Um, yeah. Oh. So like I I don't know for sure, but in my opinion, what was happening is like we would be raising our frequency so high that we would be like tapping into a different frequency, like where aliens could contact us through. Oh, (laughs) yeah. So that's just like my take on it. I'm not really sure if that's what was happening, but that's what it felt like was happening. Um, Yeah. Very, 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 very extraordinary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever had any second kind or third kind experiences or just first kind seeing? Um, you mean, have I like ever seen no. them? Well, have you ever come in contact or? No, or no, I've never been abducted. Um, sometimes I, sometimes I wonder if I've been abducted in my dreams. I don't know. I don't know if that's possible, if they can, like, abduct you in the astral plane. Do you know anything about that? So you wonder about that. Interesting. Okay, well, um, the astral plane, I mean, it's it's very curious that you speak of this because I always, um, I've done a lot of research way back when I got into these truth-seeking rabbit holes on... Uh, something known as uh, Donald uh-huh. Marshall and he's a self-proclaimed clone and he talks a lot about that there's this transfer consciousness into these clone bodies but everything actually happens in the mm. astral realm in the mm-hmm. dream realm and then like people come back and they don't remember it and he says that that's actually what happened to um, Chris Breezy and his lover at the time, who's a major artist, I'm, I'm going to try to leave names out of things for obvious reasons in today's times. But um, anyhow, supposedly, you know, what happens in these cloning centers is basically they get to live out their wildest, most freaky, and uh, a lot of times sociopathic mm-hmm. fantasies. And supposedly, um, she beat him up and he had a little bit of remembrance of this kind of glitch and that's why he beat her up in the car in real Mm. life but um, I always think to myself because I'm into something known as Mm -hmm. yoga nidra also known as psychic sleep 
And um, I always think to myself, you know, we don't take it seriously, but there's this whole other realm going on and most of us are tapped into it at the same time. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's powers that be and or technology or just old school shamanistic ways, just like Inception on how to tap into these mass collective mm-hmm. consciousness. Mm, that's interesting. Everybody goes to sleep at nine o'clock, you know, everyone's doing their thing, but uh, everyone's really not doing their thing. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, who's tapping that's... into this? I mean, the, the ancients always talk about protection in the astral realm. So that tells you right there that obviously, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a dangerous realm, just like our uh-huh. realm right now. You know, there's, there's, there's positivity, but there's negativity too. So the, the astral realm mm-hmm. is the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you said, you said that was Chris Brown though. Sorry. Yeah. I don't no, know. I do remember, you know, way back, but, uh, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, he, that's a rabbit hole in itself, but you can look him up. And supposedly he was the guy who was on the cover of Megadeth with Skeleton. Okay. Um, him and, and him and, you know, I don't know if you know the artist uh-huh. B.O.B. and then Tila Tequila. They're three big artists that have uh, openly talked about these. Oh, I totally songs. believe in the cloning. Yeah. But, uh, a lot of this, uh, when you get more into these rabbit holes the transhuman rabbit holes um in this role-playing world if we want to call mm-hmm. it that right so um, happens is a lot of it is in the yeah. astral realm right mm-hmm. supposedly and, and uh, so i do think yeah. of that often and, and and i know how to lucid dream and um yeah yeah you know contact mm-hmm. realm you know you can let's say you want to make a phone call i don't know if somebody blocks you and you and you, you really want to get in contact you know, all right you can. totally cause some serious, serious wards but a lot of us unfortunately uh because we don't practice ment- this kind of mental discipline most of us are actually very open to outside uh, basic influences going into your head so mm-hmm. you might have a thought and it's really not your thought it's mm-hmm. your neighbor yeah especially too with oh, since okay. I did massage therapy for so long I oh my yeah God, I kind of taught myself um, how to like block out those types of thoughts just because I was just yeah, gonna say that yeah like I yeah. <laughs> Every time I had a thought while I was massaging, I'd have to like ask myself, is this my thought or is this their thought? <laughs> no, of course. I'm, I'm a regular yeah. healer, so I know what you mean. And tarot, yeah. it's just like, you know, psychic, uh, psychic uh, mm-hmm. vampire attacks and psychic real. And, and a lot of times, it's un, like the other person doesn't even know. Sometimes, obviously. But sometimes it's just like, you're not your mental discipline isn't on point so you'd be listening in on other people's mm-hmm. conversations and stuff mm-hmm. like mentally we're all telepathic yeah i agree so um <laughs> shelby one thing that i am very very curious about 
and a lot of people have spoken about it, and I know you're out west. And everybody talks about the magical powers. Maybe there's an inner earth. A lot of supernatural, paranormal mm-hmm. things happen. What's going on oh, with yeah. Shasta, Sedona? Have you ever been to one of these? Oh, that's crazy. I actually zones? just learned about Mount Shasta a little bit. Um, Scott and I stayed up super late a couple nights ago learning about it. Yeah, so first of all, I'll start. I might yeah. have to do that with my lady because it's it's a fun ride. And there's a lot of positivity yeah. to Mount and so Shasta, right? Basically, what we learned is um, that, do you know, like, what the Lumerians are? I do. I, I, I'm actually really into the civilizations that were around during the Golden Age. And I try to tell people to, to look up uh, mm-hmm. Tartartia and to look up Lumerians yeah. in Atlantis. Yeah, and, so, like, that's art. Where- going back into the golden age but people don't realize right yeah like the i really don't want to butcher this but i'm going to try anyway so what i took away from what we learned was that the divine masculine comes from atlantis and the divine feminine comes from lumeria and so oh yeah one was patriarchal uh yeah and so like those two came together um the lumerians that like ended up living up living on earth were here for however long and then when like humans started like being I don't know if they were I don't know they like humans were on earth eventually um they were really mean I guess to the Lumerians and so the Lumerians asked the gods if they could stay on earth but they wanted to vibe on a frequency that was so high that humans could no longer see them um they they basically asked to make be like made invisible to humans because humans were mean to them so they live in mount shasta and like a lot of times people can actually see them or they can see their frequencies but like there are people they just like are at such a high frequency that we can't see them wow Mount Shasta. I really want to go. It's a mm-hmm. hot spot for me. Yeah. Like, on my bucket list. Um, yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't really know a lot, but I definitely want to know more. So. Okay. Okay. So if there was a an opening and you saw some sort of cave, and then it will all of a sudden go into Mm-mm. the inner earth, but you didn't know going to the inner earth would you go in that cave and explore Um, or you'd be like no if i knew that it bothered them i probably wouldn't want to but i mean if it was totally like if it was gonna be okay yeah i definitely would yeah so the native americans supposedly Uh it's sacred land that mount soft and you're not supposed to go on Mm -hmm. you're not um, you're not supposed to go there at all yeah and there's places there's definitely certain places on Mount mm-hmm. Shasta where you're not supposed to go and I heard that you're yeah not I've no, to I've, go to I don't really summit. know enough I definitely need to do more research before I go yes we were in Sedona, Sedona last week um yeah <laughs> yes very very amazing so supposedly that is also one of these vortex hotspots yeah about how you so i was definitely was drawn to the energy vortexes and 
I'm like the type of person where like my husband's completely different like before we go somewhere he like researches it and wants to know everything and wants to know where to go I'm like yeah I'm more of the person who like I don't really want to know anything because I just I want to experience how I'm going to experience it without like expecting anything um so we went and obviously it was beautiful the red rocks like it was very, it was very like abundant in energy, but I do have to say the one vortex that I went to, I actually didn't even know it was a vortex until I went. Um, I was in like a really good mood that morning. And then as soon as we got there, I was like completely depleted. Oh yeah. It's not always, they're not always places where some, see, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I went to Joshua Tree. And people said the same thing before I went there. They're like, you know, you, it can either give you really high vibes. Mm-hmm. Or some people, yeah, it drained me. And the day before, we actually tripped on mushrooms, and I was like, kind of just hoping for like just a very like chill mushroom trip, but it was like a really really intense mushroom trip. And so, yeah, wow, yeah, even on a small amount, maybe mm-hmm. the vibrations are so high. So yeah, it was uh, it was definitely it was different, and you know honestly there's there's a lot of people there, which I was really surprised. Like it was a total like tourist hotspot. I really wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Oh really? See that's the. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad, really. Well, I mean, it's it's just I hope people leave it in good shape, but uh. What yeah, there like was campers? a lot of campers and just a lot of like families and stuff. I don't know. It wasn't what I was expecting. Like, but it was it was cool. I mean, yeah, I'm glad that it's very taken care of. And there's a lot of places that you can't walk in. You can't, you know, like you can't just like sit there and have lunch. It's kind of like you go see it and then move on. Yeah, a little bit, oh, but I think weird. that's a way of them preserving it. Because yeah. a lot of people just chilling all day. Yeah. Right. It's not like you yep. can set up camp there. Yeah. Right, right. Well, at least you get to mm-hmm. still feel the energy and stuff. And there's mm-hmm. probably really amazing rock. Yeah. It was. Now, are you familiar with. No, the... nothing. I oh, I'm sorry. What was that? Are you familiar with the no, electric not... earth theory? Um, I've heard of it, but I don't know enough. You can explain it. Okay, well, there's people out there. There's a theory that some of those places may have been these giant trees back in the day. And then they got a plasma storm on the Mm. earth and they got cut off. And they turned into petrified rocks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Way back. Plasma storm. Wow, that's magnetic interesting. Yep. Electromagnetic plasma. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely know those are hot spots for aliens, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. So so did you see any... Uh, I, to be honest with you, sky? I really didn't stay up late enough, but I'm sure, I'm sure, okay. I'm definitely okay. sure I would have. Um, we're going to be going to Joshua Tree 
in a couple months and I'm definitely gonna stay up late for some UFOs for sure have, have you heard of the um oh nice oh no what's it called uh it's like a group that meets up um yeah ESETI yes I, I I really like the work that ESETI does and and I'm also uh kind of on that on that side mm. that like we can attract them and that some yeah. of them are maybe just orbs already connected you know to us so we mm. just attract them but uh yeah i like yeah i thought that was really video. interesting yeah that's that's wild this is amazing your story is definitely interstellar extraordinary it's something like yeah <laughs> Alice in Wonderland so many mm-hmm. trippy journeys wow and and it basically I all think started so. with this I mean when before. I think about the start of entering into a different reality yeah I think that's I think you know I look back on my life and I wonder if if I never would have did a Ouija board like I'd probably still be you know a Christian and probably would have graduated college, gotten married, and I'd probably be really unhappy with my life right now. So, wow. So, in retrospect, can um, to kind of take this on a let's say light and or positive end, what are some of the positive things or good things that came out of this whole Ouija experience in your paranormal well um thus far you know like some of the bad stuff I told you about was that I got into drugs and I ended up needing to go to rehab um I've been sober for six years and in sobriety is where I met my husband um and you know we're wow. he's my best friend and we both we have an incredible life really you know we're building out a van um we have like just amazing friends and we just really live our lives to the fullest like we know what the dark days can look like and we just we strive for excellence and really every day <laughs> so i'm just super grateful for my life and everything that's happened in my life yeah that's a dream come true and the thing wow yeah amazing so Shelby, oh i was just gonna say like no what um, were you saying you know when we met we were completely sober we didn't do any psychedelics or anything but like what happened was is we always said that if we ever found mushrooms growing in the wild that we would eat them and we ended up finding them and so that's kind of like yeah that was kind of like a sign from the universe to get back into the spiritual realm and so that's what we did they did they called to you yeah wow well i'll tell you something before uh we wrap up on my journey um i met someone along the way that ended up healing themselves from cancer and they met somebody along the way who also had cancer but unfortunately that person uh, for whatever reason they were told to move out to a cabin 
and get some more nature. And they did that and they moved out like they had a country home and they moved out mm -hmm. to like their little cabin and had more nature. Reishi mushrooms popped up everywhere and the person told them to eat the reishi and he was meant to and that would heal them but the person actually unfortunately didn't eat the reishi and he actually wow. ended up dying shortly after but I think the mushrooms show up for you like and they like show up and they the kind of mushroom that you need wow that's a super powerful through. story and I totally I totally believe it I honestly believe that mushrooms are like the fruit of the gods which you know ex extraterrestrials can be the gods I don't really know but I totally believe that like that they they show themselves they present themselves when a message or a healing is needing in your life so yeah totally right so tell us a little bit about where you can be found what you're doing right now any projects yeah so on? i can be found on twitter or instagram my instagram is wanderers realm and i also am on youtube at wanderers realm my husband and i are building out a conversion van and my twitter is dream moods um yeah those are the places you can find me um yeah <laughs> wow that's yeah. super amazing and the van life scene is so amazing i also um follow some people in the van life on youtube i'm gonna definitely check your guys yeah. out i wasn't aware that you had a youtube but that's really amazing the 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 van life is something mm -hmm. where you kind of get the best of both worlds yeah totally yeah yeah we're really excited wow. we are hoping to be done by june so whatever that looks like i yeah yeah it's right yeah. around the corner good for you okay so it's been it's been going speedy i've been seeing some of the pictures from your husband uh that posts once in a while on twitter yeah it is and, it's, uh, uh, looks like it's I, I know it's stressing him out pretty bad but you know our spirits are high so we're hoping to have it done <laughs> wow well i'll leave all the descriptions of where you can be okay. found in the description box and also i just want to tell everybody oh, that your you. videos are thank amazing you. That you, make, you post on twitter i actually uh haven't checked out your ig and i will do that as well but um everyone should definitely go check out um, your work because it's uh, super inspiring. It, it, it's really cool. And um, do you feel like the the psychedelic experience? Yeah, yeah, I really do. And experience? you know, I actually got a, a reading the other day, and she was telling me about how even when it doesn't feel like you're creating, you're always creating. And so that just really stuck with me. And yes, I do feel that you know my spiritual power does come through creating so i try to create really in any way i can and thank you for your compliment i appreciate that on my videos so yeah the videos are great especially the ones where you're taking these road trips doing these journeys and, and a lot of nature vibes and it's cool it's it's really cool because it's also uh you know something that uh other people can share and partake and also, it's uh, very inspiring because I think everybody should be connecting with nature more and, and uh, 
having more adventures. I agree. Hey, yep, I agree 100%. That's adventures. that's how we live our lives, really. It's YOLO. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's great. That's great. Thank yeah. you so much, Shelby, for coming on tonight. Enjoying yeah, thank you. On Paranormal. And uh, talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I'm actually definitely going <laughs> to shout out to the Wanderers realm because um, the reason I have my podcast is actually because uh, mainly from the pressure of your husband and you and your husband's podcast, The Wanderers Realm. I also put it in the description below. And um, it's cool, man. It's cool because uh, the storytelling is kind of like a ancient human thing. And it's cool that we're all doing it. And, and, and uh, I wouldn't be yeah. connecting with you right now if it wasn't for that. So I uh, just want to say that's awesome. And for everyone who's listening, check out their podcast, The Wanderer's Realm. And you can hear more about their stories and people who interact with them along the way on their journey. And it's really fun, really trippy, <laughs> a really good time. It's called Thank the you. Thank Realm. you so it's much. Awesome. And I, I need to give you a shout out too on your own podcast because Moises, you are awesome. And Ever since the day I met you on Twitter, I knew that we were going to be lifelong friends because you inspire me daily. You keep it real 100% and you're just an all around amazing dude. So <laughs> thank you for having me on. Oh, you're <laughs> too kind. The, the Twitter fam is a good fam. A lot of good people on there. And, you know, what we call mutuals, it's a... Uh... It's a little bit ironic because everybody lives in different places, but uh, I go on the TL and uh, you definitely don't feel like everybody's in yep. different places and it's very community vibes and uh, everyone who you put me on to is good people and there's a lot of cool people doing a lot of cool creative things and, and also it's nice that we have these um, right. platforms where we can be creative and do the things we love and, and, and share and and some of us monetizing, some of us not. But either oh, yeah. way, it's, it's amazing. Totally agree. It's totally agree. Just having that sense of community can really just support your dreams and support your life. And yeah, I'm grateful for Twitter for sure. Yeah, there's there's every day I see somebody who's yeah. so creative and I'm like, wow, it's inspiring. that's crazy. That person built a van or, you know, just... Yeah, I, th I think it's very inspiring and also something where uh, we're very fortunate because it allows us to do the things that we love that maybe if this was 20 years mm -hmm. ago or 30 years ago, we wouldn't be able to because right. there was a lot more yes. uh, construct. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yes, thank well, you. Have a great one. Thank you so much. And have an amazing, amazing rest <laughs> of, uh, I can't believe it's already April, but uh, I was going to say rest of the month. It's, it, it's like, wow, the year it's is crazy. going so fast. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs>